0: Welcome to the Cork Church Podcast. We are so glad that you are joining us today. We hope this message inspires you, builds your faith, and encourages you in the things of the Lord. Enjoy the message. Well, I'll read it from the King James, actually. And Jesus, and seeing the multitudes, he went up on a mountain, and when he was seated... Blessed are you when they revile and persecute you and say all kinds of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Lord Jesus, Lord God, thank you, Lord, for your words, Jesus. Lord, we can say many things, oh God, but Lord, when you speak, Lord, it's special, oh God. When you speak, Lord, Lord, those words never change, oh God. They never go away, Lord. Lord They're declarations, oh God, of, that, that have power behind them, oh God. You're able to fulfill every word you speak, oh God. We as human beings, Lord, sometimes we can just wish, O oh God, and hope, Lord. Lord, but you declare things that are eternally true, oh God, and we can build our lives on them, Jesus. We can build our lives on them, O oh God. And I pray, Lord, Lord, tonight, Lord, would you, Lord, increase our faith, oh God, increase our understanding, oh God, oh Lord, and speak to us, Lord, Lord, through your very own words, in your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. remember reading these, what are called Beatitudes as a younger Christian, and feeling quite condemned, because I thought I could never achieve them. I could, I could uh, maybe never mourn enough over my sin, um, I could never be meek enough, uh, I could never be a, a, pe- a good enough peacemaker. I could never qualify to achieve the blessing. so I sort of, I sort of shied away a little bit from them, and and I just wasn't very comfortable around these these scriptures. I, I, the beatitudes, as they're called, I thought I thought it meant that we needed to be of this attitude. That's what I thought. That's what I thought it meant, and it doesn't. The, the, the word actually means blessed it means blessed it's it's the blessed statements of Jesus um and these these words they came from Jesus quite quite early in the ministry he's been baptized he the Holy Spirit has come on him he's been led into the desert been tempted uh he has started preaching that uh, he's been preaching repentance because the kingdom of heaven is, is at hand or was near, and he's he's called disciples. He's been calling uh, the disciples to follow him, and he's been preaching and healing, and and the miracles have started to happen, and and the crowds have started to gather, and this is this is where Jesus is gaining notoriety and popularity and. Uh, becoming a phenomenon in Israel. And so we've, we've read today of, of this, which, which I suppose is like an introduction or, or the start of the Sermon on the Mount. And you could almost describe the, this sermon as being like a, a manifesto of of the kingdom of heaven. It's, it's like a it's like a uh, an announcement and a, it's like a constitution i suppose it's it's, it's a description of of how of, of what this kingdom of heaven is going to be like and it's it's like nothing that has ever been heard of before and so jesus is is unveiling the 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 character if you like and the, and the, and the foundations of this this kingdom that's, that's been unveiled. He's shown some of the ethics, I suppose, and the guidelines and, and, uh, and, and how to interact with this, this kingdom of heaven. And brothers and sisters, we do well to remember that the kingdom of heaven has a different economy. It has a different measurement for prosperity Prosperity in the kingdom of heaven is completely other to, to prosperity here on Earth. To be rich in the kingdom of heaven is different than to be rich here on Earth. Kingdom of Heaven is a different power source to, to normal earthly powers. Authority, authority in the kingdom of heaven is completely other to authority. On earth, it's different. It's based on serving others. Christ came and he served out of his authority. And so Jesus here, he, he, he goes to this mountain and, and the crowds are there and his disciples come to him. And the crowd are, I suppose, the observers and they 're enjoying the the phenomenon the the happenings the drama if you like they're they 're seeing the miracles they 're hearing what what Jesus is saying, and it 's stirring them up and there's they i 'm sure it's stirring up emotions and uh, and and different Hopes within the people, aspirations within the people, maybe even uh, the, the, the idea of liberating Israel from the Romans. There, there's all sorts of uh, there's all sorts of opinions about Jesus and what's he's to, what he's going to do. But there's certainly uh, there's certainly drama there, and, and, and enough to gather to, to gather a crowd. And this this crowd are, are observing. What's happening? But the disciples gather in. And I imagine it a little bit like concentric circles. You've got Jesus in the middle. You've got, you've got the disciples. And then you've got the crowd, people who are, who are just observing. And I, I felt tonight to challenge those that, that even if you're online tonight, if you're just part of a crowd that has some interest in the phenomenon that is Jesus Christ, then I want to encourage you to move in a circle, move into to becoming a disciple because we're going to read some things tonight that apply to disciples. They don't actually apply to, to a crowd of observers. They apply to people who have stepped into the kingdom of heaven, who have stepped into uh, this, this, this other life. If you like um, to be an Irish citizen, you, you have to be born in Ireland or born of Irish ancestors to be an Irish citizen. And it's the same to be a disciple of Christ, to be a Christian. You have to be born of heaven and so I encourage you if if you've never had that experience and it's a very real experience and a very real step and it brings a very real change in your life if you've never done that I encourage you tonight to look into that come and talk to us send us a text or an email and inquire of us if, if you want but find out about being born into the kingdom of heaven born of the spirit it's an amazing amazing thing and it brings you into a completely other life a glorious life hallelujah and so um, there's a crowd and there's disciples and Jesus sits down and God had had spoken from a mountain before in earlier days he had spoken and he had spoken directly to to the nation of Israel and made a declaration made declarations there and and formed with the people of Israel an old covenant and an old law and now Jesus is here and back in in those olden times back in back where where Jesus spoke at Mount Sinai, there was a lot of fear involved there, the the God thundered from the heavens and the and the people shook and 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 the people out of fear that they didn't want God to speak to them like that yet here here is Jesus who condescended. To human form and he sits on a mountain again and he declares another kingdom and he declares another another constitution he declares he declares a new covenant that's wonderful and there's no fear involved there's love and there's an invitation and he's, he's coming with these wonderful, these wonderful statements. You know, you, you can read the Sermon on the Mount. And, you know, Jesus, you know, about not having to worry. And there, there's so many beautiful things. Ask and seek and knock and do not worry. Um, beautiful, beautiful things. Treasures in heaven. Jesus comes and he presents all these wonderful things. But he opens with, with these blessed are Statements blessed are, blessed are you, blessed are those. And when the, the word blessed it, it means to be in a in a state of, of well being, to, to be happy, to be right with God. So when Jesus is saying, Blessed are you, or or blessed are those, he's saying you're in a good place. You're in a good place. And these come, brothers and sisters, I want you to understand here, that they, they, they come as, as announcements. They're not coming so much as, as, I want you to try harder statements. They're not try harder statements. They're announcements of, of how this kingdom of heaven operates. And so Jesus, he, he says, blessed are you. He's saying, you're, you're in a good place with God. You are, because you're blessed, you're looking forward to a good eternity. He's saying, he, he's saying blessed are you. He's saying, you can be happy about what's going on even though you may not like it. I know that sounds like a contradiction, but you don't need to, to fight to get out of the situation you're in because God has it. He, what he's saying is these, these situations or conditions, they're, they're going to happen. And you don't, you, you can be content in them. You can be at rest in them. Blessed are you when you're in these situations. And so he starts, starts to speak to primarily his disciples. And he starts to go through this, this constitution, if you like. He starts making these statements. Blessed are the poor in spirit. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are the poor in spirit. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Now we know, brothers and sisters, that the entire human race is poor in spirit. We lack. We don't have what it takes spiritually, morally, physically, in any which way to, to please God, to qualify for, for the kingdom of heaven. We, we are all poor in spirit. We've all sinned and we've fall, fallen short of God's standard. The Bible tells us that. But here is a statement. Blessed are the poor in spirit. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Now not everybody receives the kingdom of heaven. We know that. There is a, a decision It must be made in the human heart to to receive the kingdom of heaven, to receive the Holy Spirit, to be born from above. Many people try to compensate for their spiritual poverty. They will try other things. They'll, They'll try human success. They'll try money, they'll try relationships, they'll try other sources of pleasure to try and compensate for for the lack of of spiritual life, the true source of life. But I think when Jesus refers to the poor in spirit, he's referring to a recognition of the individual, a recognition of of the disciple that I lack. I am poor in spirit. I don't have what I need for, 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 for a holy life, a righteous life. I, don't, I, I lack spiritually. I lack in and of myself, and I do not have what it takes to please God, to please heaven, just to please my fellow man, or even to please myself. I am completely lacking And there has to be an honest acknowledgement of that in in the disciple, in the person who would approach God. I lack spiritually. And when we realize this and when we come to this place of of repentance turning around and and those things that i tried before they're not working so i gotta go a different way i've got i want to go in the way that jesus is inviting me to he's inviting me to another life and the, the bible calls that repentance turning away from from that that which we that way we live before with all its, its, its sin and, and temptation and, and whatever, and, and repentance turning another direction and, and walking with Jesus. And that being poor in spirit is recognizing recognizing that that old way does not bring us life. Blessed are the poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom of heaven, hallelujah, hallelujah, we have the kingdom of heaven brothers and sisters, we possess it, it's ours, it is, do do you realize that you are, uh, you have the kingdom of heaven, like sometimes we walk through this life and and we're looking at, I don't have as nice a car as Pastor Patrick, or I don't have, you know, I don't have the house that Andy has, or I don't have this, or I don't have that. I don't have these, these things. I'm not as good looking as Pastor Stephen. You know, all these lacks that we have. But we have the kingdom of heaven, brothers and sisters. What, what greater thing could we have? We are rich. We are t- Tell yourself, I'm rich. Well, say it with a bit of conviction tonight. I am rich. I am. I have the kingdom of heaven. I have the blessing of heaven. Blessed are you. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. This this is what Isaiah said, talking about the Lord. The spirit of the sovereign, sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release they will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of His splendour. And the Lord here's a declaration of 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 Christ coming, and that He would He would He would give comfort for mourning. Would be uh, would be a planting of the Lord for the display of His splendour, brothers and sisters. His comforting you and me in our time of mourning. Is a testimony. It's a display of the splendour of God, and so you and I can be com- can, can be confident when we hit those times which we will. There is a comfort. There is a comfort. The Bible tells us that there is a time for mourning, a time to be sorrowful. Sometimes that comes because there's a cost. And there's a rejection that comes with following the Lord. Sometimes we we can be rejected by family. We can be rejected by colleagues and work because we we follow the Lord. Sometimes mourning can happen because of of broken relationships. Hopes that, that that have disappointed us. family, relationships that have broken down, friendships that have broken, romances that have broken, and we can be in a place of mourning because of some of these things. Maybe it is bereavement, the loss of, of loved ones, but we have a comforter, brothers and sisters. And, and Jesus is saying Blessed are those who mourn. It's okay. You are in a blessed state. You are in a rich state. You're in a good state with God. Your future is secure. You have, you have good things of heaven coming your way. Brothers and sisters, you are blessed even if you're mourning. And there's a comfort. There is a person called the Holy Spirit who brings peace. Peace that passes all understanding, even in those sorrowful times. Hallelujah. And, and see, see, the truth is, brothers and sisters, is we, that this is not something you do. This is a circumstance that is thrust upon you. This, the, these mourning times, they will happen to all of us. And isn't it good to know that we are blessed, that we will be comforted in those times? Hallelujah. We have have a comfort in the immediate, and we have a God, ultimately, who will wipe away every tear, brothers and sisters. Wipe away every tear, every tear of suffering. He himself will wipe away and ultimately there's going to be no more tears and there's going to be no more pain and there's going to be no more death so we have an immediate application and we have a long term application we are blessed we are blessed and you do nothing to achieve it it's a gift from God it is just because you're a citizen of heaven just because hallelujah hallelujah Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lest are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Now, Moses, Moses was described as being meek. He's described as a, as a humble man, yet he was mighty. And meekness in the Bible is, is different to what we would normally here in Ireland understand as, as what meekness is. We, we, like I, I would, if somebody said describe someone as as being meek, I would imagine them as being uh, wishy-washy, of of no substance, you know, just here and there and everywhere and, and doing nothing and and standing for nothing. But but that's not what meekness in the Bible means. Meekness is 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 to be humble. And gentle. It means to be not self-promoting, or demanding, or aggressive to others. That—that's what it means. It means that that we are not because we're we don't we don't force others to our way or to our thinking. We are gentle with people. It's gentleness gentleness takes strength it takes self-control it takes it takes a lot of restraint to be gentle we get plenty of tests on gentleness don't we (laughs) and humility blessed are the meek that meekness that humility is is evidence of a person's opinion of themselves first of all in relation to god and then to others and we are to to walk in this humility this this gentleness this gentleness shows us where we expect our blessings to come from you see if i if i know that God is looking, looking after me, if I know that he, has, uh, he, he is looking after those things that, I, that I, I'm concerned about, if I know that he has got my family and, and our church, and if I know that, that these things are in his care, then I don't need to force my way because I can trust him. I can be gentle because he's got it. He's got it. If I know that the Holy Spirit is working in in somebody else, working in, in my brother's life or my sister's life, I don't have to force my way with them because the Holy Spirit is doing something in them and God will do his work. I don't have to do it for him. I can be gentle and believe that the Holy Spirit will do the work. Blessed are the meek, For they will inherit the earth. You see, brothers and sisters, there's a promised land for us. There's a place of blessing where, where there's a land that we can inhabit, a place where God is looking after us, where God is providing for us. It's a place that we could never live in by ourselves. We get to, like, like the children of Israel, they went into that land of Canaan and they had a land flowing with milk and honey and they could never have gone in there except God brought them in there. And it's the same with us. As we will just in humility and gentleness serve the Lord, He will bring us to places that we could never ever go to. I, I, I can testify to that. You know, I... I I remember when I was working at Seagate, God brought me through up through the ranks, and I was, I was definitely not the smartest. I may have been the most handsome, but not the smartest. <laughs> and I definitely didn't work as hard as the rest of them. And God blessed me, and God established me, and, and God has done it time after time, and he brings us into places and puts us, gets us to do things that we could never do. And he gives us possessions that we could never possess. He'll inherit the earth. There's a promised land for us, brothers and sisters. It's wonderful, isn't it? Now, how many of you can can testify to having been used to 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 pray the Sinner's Prayer with someone? You know, I never thought I would ever do that. what, what a wonderful thing that I have been. Part of someone's journey to eternal life? Wow. Wow. You know, and and we can all testify to that He, he makes a stand on ground that we should never stand on. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Righteousness that we're talking about, I suppose, is on multiple levels. But I believe it's first and foremost that, that personal righteousness. I know that, that one of my greatest disappointments is, or, is when I don't live according to what I, the way that I know he wants me to live. I get disappointed with me. And why is that? It's because the Holy Spirit is there and he's, he, he, he puts within us a desire to walk his way. And we're all the same. We get so disappointed with ourselves, don't we? And brothers and sisters, that's, that is a hunger and thirst for righteousness. That That's what it is. And we're going to be filled. We are going to be filled. We are going to be more righteous in the way that we walk. Now, we have... There, there, there's stages to this, and there's we have instant righteousness with God when we become born again because we're justified. Okay? In the eyes of Almighty God, we instantly receive justification when we come to Him in faith and receive eternal life. That's good, isn't it? Just as if we become in the eyes of God, just as if I have never sinned. And then there's there's the other bit of righteousness. And this is the struggle bit. It's where we, uh, you could call it practical sanctification, where, where we reveal Christ in the way we conduct ourselves. We have this status of righteousness with God, that, that, which is wonderful, but I don't always live that way. And that's the disappointing bit, isn't it? That's what's disappointing, is I don't live the way that I look to God, and I want to. I want to. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Why? Because God is going to do it, brothers and sisters. God is going to, that, that practical sanctification, God is in the business of conforming you to the image of, of him and he does it through the power of the Holy Spirit. The same Spirit that was in Christ is in me and you and he is going to do this work. We will be filled. We will be filled with righteousness. We will be filled with the Spirit. We are filled with the Spirit and that Spirit is going to conform us to the image of of Christ. Image to image and glory to glory. Hallelujah. Blessed are the merciful for they will be shown mercy. (laughs) Even tonight, driving in, I got cut off, you know, in the traffic. And it really bugs me. And I didn't feel very merciful. And then I find myself looking in the mirror to see, is there anybody else coming up? I'll, I'll just speed up or I'll just, you know. And it's... It's not just me. I know it's some of you guys as well. <laughs> Let's be honest. But I'm but, uh, uh, saying, Lord, help me with this. Our natural inclination is, is, is to want to get people back. Somebody cuts in in a queue or something ahead of us But it, it's much more than that. The, the, there can be in, in our relationships, we were talking about this yesterday actually, is microaggressions, these little things that just annoy us and we don't deal with them right. We don't, we aren't merciful, we take, we take offense. It can be little things and a bunch of little things ends up breaking our relationship. There can be expectations that aren't met, disappointments in a relationship, whether they're communicated or wrong, communicated expectations. We can be disappointed with many people in our lives, parents. And the Holy Spirit and Jesus is leading us towards mercy, He wants us to be merciful. He wants us to forgive. He wants us to cover. And he wants us to want the best for that person. When somebody cuts us off in traffic, God bless him. <laughs> it's not easy. In fact, it's impossible. It's impossible. I think... It ties together a lot with meekness, humility, gentleness. Lord, Lord, I need your mercy so much. I need your help, God. And there is something in recognizing our own need that will help us to be merciful to others. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. There's another type of mercy, I suppose, and that is to be merciful to the poor, to be kind to those that are in need, And we have that opportunity and I love what's happening in a church, I love what's happening in Feed Cork, and it's a ministry of our church, a mercy ministry. And it can be in our lives as well to our neighbours, those around us. And it's grace, brothers and sisters. All of this mercy that we receive from the God is completely undeserved undeserved its grace undeserved favor undeserved mercy and the mercy that we give to others is undeserved they don't deserve it and but if we can see it in the right way if we can see that we've received so much mercy from God then we can in turn give grace we can be gracious and in our time of need, we receive the mercy that we need. When, when, when we need a mercy ministry of kindness, somebody to show us kindness, it'll be there, brothers and sisters. God will be there. Blessed are you. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Hallelujah. A statement by Jesus. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. God has given us a new heart. We've been born into a new life, a new spirit, a new heart. And we don't need to be dominated by sin and temptation. And we are being conformed to the image of Christ. And this, this, this process of being pure in heart, being conformed to the image of Christ, it requires an agreement from our will. It requires a decision that we will live according to the Spirit and not according to the old flesh. Where does the power come from? It comes from the Spirit. It doesn't come from ourself. doesn't come from our determination. doesn't come from our self-discipline. It comes from the Holy Spirit. Through the Holy Spirit, we have self-control. It's from the Holy Spirit. But it requires a decision from us. Will we live according to the Spirit or will we live according to the flesh? And I know... That you, like me, we want to live according to the Spirit. And the Bible says, blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. See God. Now, of course, we will see him ultimately face to face. We will stand in front of him, and we will see him with our eyes. But between now and then, we will see him by faith. We will see him... In our lives, we'll see him in our circumstances. I know that God has done things in my life. I know I've seen God move in my life, in my circumstances, in, in, in my world, and through my life and ministry. I've seen God do things. I've seen God. I've seen him in you. I've seen him in others. I've heard his voice through other people, through, through some of you. I've, I've heard his voice. What an amazing thing! And we will see God. What a privilege! What a privilege! Blessed are the peacemakers. I have to keep moving here. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. What? What is a peacemaker? A peacemaker, first of all, lives and experiences peace. There's got to be peace. Peace means quietness and rest. There's got to be. This life experience in the person, and the disciple. And then the peacemaker shares that out. First of all, through the wisdom of the gospel. You know, the gospel is a sharing of peace from heaven. Peace with God. It's also bringing peace to people's lives through kindness. You know, when we give food out, we're bringing peace to to people's troubles. When we, give, when we give bread out, when we give food, you know, it brings peace to people's circumstances. And we can do that as well. And, and that is an extension of, of peace that's coming from heaven. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. And there is a recognition. There's a recognition of that person is like an angel. Have, have you ever heard that say That person's like an angel. You know, when, when, when they act in mercy and kindness. I'm going to skip on a bit because we're, we're running out of time. So, when you're born in Ireland, you have certain rights. You can vote. You've got an education. You've got protection. You've got justice. And the beatitudes that we have just discussed—they're part of the constitution of heaven. And some of these, some of these statements, some of these things that uh, come as part of being part of this kingdom of heaven, are because we're in certain circumstances. Sometimes, like the morning. Some of these are triggered by those things. Some of them are enacted by our desire for Jesus and the things of God. Where does that come from? It comes from the Spirit. The Holy Spirit gives us those desires. He causes us to will and to work according to his good pleasure. It's him that does it within us. Some of them, some of these blessed hour statements happen because of our interactions with our fellow man. But I want to say one thing. None of them are enacted by our self-efforts. None of them. They are part of the constitution of heaven. And because we are citizens of heaven, because we are in the kingdom of heaven, they apply to us. Blessed are. And these are, they are not things that you achieve by rising to certain levels. They're not learned. They're not earned. They are the normal experience of people who are citizens of heaven and who belong to the kingdom. And brothers and sisters, we have read those, those Beatitudes and he, Jesus goes on and he has two more that are a little different. You see, because if we live these things out, then, then God is going to make us into a testimony and it's, it's going to affect people. But he goes on in verse 10, and he says this, Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven, for in the same way they persecuted the prophets, who were before you, it'll happen to us too. And brothers and sisters, we can do all, we we can be living for the kingdom of heaven and they can tell lies about us. They can persecute us because our light is going to shine up their darkness. When you are a truthful person, you're going to shine up their lies. When you live live a life of kindness you are going to show up their meanness and it's going to annoy them and, and because you won't cheat you're going to show up their fraud and they won't like it but they will see Jesus in us and we will be a testimony and I, I think that we are coming into a season where We we may experience more persecution. It just seems like things are ratcheting up in the world. But no matter, brothers and sisters, no matter, this is what Jesus said, rejoice and be glad because great is your reward in heaven. And even if we're in the midst of persecution and it's tough and it's difficult and they're saying all sorts of things about us, we are blessed not because of what we've done, but because we're part of the kingdom of heaven that he has declared with all the authority of Almighty God. Hallelujah. 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 Will we stand and we'll, we'll pray together? Lord God, Lord, tonight, Lord, we thank you, O oh God, O oh Lord, for your declaration, Lord, of the kingdom of heaven, oh God. And oh Lord, you didn't leave us in darkness, O oh God, but you have have told us, O oh God, Lord, what this this new constitution is like, oh God. Lord and in Lord this new kingdom, oh God, you declare us to be blessed, O oh God you declare us to be your people, O God. You declare us, Lord, to be overcomers, O God. You declare us to be more than conquerors, O God. And you declare us, Lord, to be at peace with you, Jesus, at peace, O Lord, Lord, with with the circumstances, O God. O Lord, you declare us to be in a good place, O God. And you declare us, Lord, to have a good eternity, O God. And you declare us, Lord, to have good standing with yourself, O God. And Lord, you have all these different, Lord, blessings, Lord, oh, Lord, to pour into our lives, oh, God, and Lord, I thank you, Lord, for just, Lord, these few, Lord, that we've read tonight, oh, God, that that you declared, Lord, by your mouth, Jesus, but from your mouth, Lord, came these declarations about us, oh, God, and we tonight, Lord, we thank you, oh, God, oh, Lord, and we are encouraged tonight, oh, God, oh, Lord, by what you have said about us, Jesus, and what you've declared, Lord, this kingdom to be. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And Lord, if there's those amongst us, Lord, who are mourning, O oh God, those Lord who are Lord struggling, Lord, to be merciful, maybe, Lord, or oh, Lord, would you help us, O oh God? We desire it, O oh God, Lord. We want Your ways, Jesus, Lord. Oh, Lord, we say yes to You, O oh God. Help us, Lord, to just continue, Lord, in Your strength, O oh God, Lord, to live this life, O oh God, and then, Lord, to just reap the blessings, Lord, oh, Lord, of all Your blessed our statements, O oh God. Thank you, Lord, tonight, Lord, for your word, Oh God. Thank you, Lord, for your declaration, O oh God. And we, your people, just say amen, 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 amen. God bless you, brothers and sisters. Go with God. Enjoy the Lord this week. Enjoy your blessed hour status in heaven. Amen. Thank you for tuning in with us today. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Cork Church. Also, make sure to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you have any questions at all, you can email us, info at corkchurch.com or just check out our website, www.corkchurch.com. Again, thank you for tuning in and see you next time. God bless.